Oh, I see what you're talking about. I enjoyed it too. Remember his mum said he's going to do it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as always, what a week. That was, I mean, I was like, okay, before I get into it, I'll just do the basic standard introductions. My name's Needles. How are you all? Uh, this is Never Surrendered by the Squinners. We're the only Giants fan podcast. We're the best Giants fan podcast um, for the entire AFL. I am joined this very, oh, it's warming, I'd say, warming, even in Canberra, warming Monday evening by Ragnar the Viking Lofbrock, the Viking Bard Lofbrock. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm bloody amazing. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready to party? Oh, we've got so much to discuss. We have it, so there, much to talk about. There's there's a fair it's an issues rich environment, as we say in the um in the public service. Uh, and Sparrow, how are you, mate? You good? Fabulous, mate. Twitter's admin, which I like. That's a good title. Fabulous. Oh, that's that's not new. That's been there a while. Uh, yep, no, fabulous, mate. Off the back of that glorious, glorious Saturday evening. Yeah, well, I was actually well. Let me let me um, talk about what I wanted to talk about first because, I'll, and I'll just give you my take because obviously, um, you know, it's it's tough for me to watch. But like, I think they started well early. I would even say to a degree that they jumped us. But we we kind of began halfway through the first quarter. We really began to wrestle it back on. Like we we got our game on, and we're on top. Um, I even got a kick, which was actually really, really good. And I, I kicked it to my mate, Ganine Machine, who is actually, he's my under 18s cricket buddy and he's playing with me. And um, he's he's a he's a, rel- a relative of Dirt Wayne Ganine. Uh, and that was really good. And obviously all I did was I just kicked it to my mate, Kizza, who I played under 14s Wildcats with. And he handled to his mate, Phil, who I also played under 14s Wildcats with. And then, Nilo, who's a jet, he began to really yeah, that's the good. And, that's good. And uncle, <laughs> uncle, good. who is he plays rugby but does Aussie rules for fun. <laughs> okay, and he's a fucking freak. Got sick of it, and you just know, said, "I'm sick of it now." And then he turned it on, and so we won the um, ACT Masters Grand Final for the second year in a row. Hey, two in a row, boys, the Wildcats. That's so what I didn't the, that start the run sheet. That's what uh, the audience wants to hear. I even got a kick. No, uh, no. Everyone's retired from the Giants except I think Toby Green, as far as I can tell. It's been <laughs> we we lost a few boys this week. Uh, do anyone have nice things to say about Phil Davis or Daniel the Kaladi Vale Bomber Lloyd? There's plenty of nice things you could say about both of those fine young men. Uh filthy, obviously a huge part of our DNA, a huge part of yeah. Making the club what it is today, him and Cal leading the leading the young team from the early days. He will go down in his history as referring to Stormy Daniels as Stormy Daniels in a live interview on Channel yeah, Seven. That was, I our think it was huge after moment. The, after he kicked the goal against Brisbane. Brisbane. Yep. And, yep. And I mean, that, there it is. That's that was Forever the closest the your... Giants have ever got to going mainstream. Forever. We were, we were dancing is. on the edge of the of the black hole of fame. Yeah, no, he's. He's been a wonderful servant for the club, Phil. Yep. Um, and obviously Lloydie, uh, always love watching Lloydie. Great, great boot on him. Um, 
and brings that yeah, that non-assuming working class sort of power ward mold. Role player. Yep. Like um, everyone talked of... about the Giants not having role players. He was the definitive role player. Yep. And ironically, this year has had his he's played the most games. Yeah, yes. And there's a bit of bit of concern from the uh from the community, the squinting community online. Have we lost the last of our ink? Obviously, we lost Bobby Hill, we lost Dorsal a couple of years ago. Uh, we've lost uh, all, all, all fine um, specimens displaying good ink. Uh, and there's someone else we lost recently that can't, comes to mind. Anyway, Lloydie had a good, good display of it on his arm. And have we got any players left with some good tats? I assume, I assume that Mummy's boy is like his whole chest is just like, and the whole you can't see it's just ripply abs and an, an angry skull or something like that, or he's got wings on the back of his chest. Mate, he, I think it's the big, yeah, it's the yeah, big yeah, Superman yeah. logo. Mate, he still lives with yeah. his parents. I don't think he's got ink, Bredzy. He still lives with yeah. his parents. Pretty sure in Pan Hills. Yeah, that's an insight. <laughs> I wonder if anyone it? knows that. And sorry, where does he yeah. live? What was his address? Because you've obviously found it Bad out. Ben <laughs> Hills. No, How often do you drive past? I remember his um, debut video. And, uh, well, he did live in them back then. That was a couple of years ago, so he might have moved on. He might have moved on. Hey, bef- before we float too far off track, yeah, um, can, off I just track. Take, can, can I just take Can I just talk, get, bring this back to uh, Phil Davis and Daniel, Daniel Lloyd? Um, they both had fantastic uh, resignation speeches um, to mm. the uh, to the players and staff. Um, I don't know if you guys watched Phil's today. Yep. Um, yep. Awesome. I mean, Vikings don't don't tend to cry or shed tears, um, mm. but yeah, he uh, he certainly moved moved a certain Viking today and uh, spoke brilliantly, as well as. Um, uh, Dave Matthews yeah. and uh, and Cal Ward's uh, little piece at the end, and um, I mean, Phil's sort of he's been there from the start, pretty well the lifeblood of the club um, for yep. the last well since inception, and um, yeah, it's disappointing he couldn't get a game this this year, but um, his body let him down. But yeah, he's one of those players that really put his heart and soul into everything Giants and. Um, fantastic servant of the club and life member. Um, yeah, not not a bad if word not, could be said said about the man. Yeah, if the 192 games, um, if not for Phil Davis, and same as Cal Ward, but Phil Davis came along. He'd already, like, he was a young dude. Yeah, if not for him, no Giants. And what, yeah. during that bit, sort of from 2015 through 29 or 2019, and actually he got injured. He was injured going to the grand final, but. He was an outstanding, outstanding fullback. Yeah, premier backman. Um, for, for a man who couldn't, like whose legs couldn't bend, yeah. like he was extraordinary. As his, as per his own admission, terrible at the two k. Um, you know, <laughs> did not did not did not meet the metrics that the strength and conditioning coaches were really hoping for. But no, awesome, awesome. Uh, as you said, seven of the club had the number over Buddy on countless occasions. Yeah. Um. And really, just set us up so bloody well with Cal and him, uh, him and Luke, Luke Bauer before that. 
yeah, Nick Haynes and him were just yeah, like the uh, the modern day combo we got in um, in Bucks and the Octopus. But yeah, they were they were incredible and um, uh, yeah, just in terms of two leaders that you could have asked for sort of a better start for our club. You know, Cal, they're just so such different men too. That you know, yep, feels very articulate and um, outspoken. Um, Cal's very, he hates public speaking, but he just leads from what he does. And um, they were just the perfect combo, good age. And um, yeah, yeah, Rags, that that talk of um, Dave Matthews after Bill's speech and, and Cal, I thought that was awesome. And Cal, he, he, you know, he couldn't look at him. He was, he was, you know, he was, he was just too emotional. In, in bits. It was rubble. Yeah. So, yeah. Really well done by the club and Lloydie too. Yeah, um, he had a, he had a good speech as well. I'm not too and worried. Can I just say? Davis. Can I just say, Phil? I know you're listening. There will be a song coming for you, mate. So um, bear with us. Give give me give me a week, and uh, I'll fix my audio <laughs> issues. And uh, it's coming, mate. I I'm not haven't quite worked out what song I'm going to do it to. Um, maybe you could flick me a. A message on Twitter, and um, we'll we'll discuss a few options. But um, yeah, he's let's go it. from there. He's a, he has a he, he has a song. Um, yeah, completely class act. I don't have any. I my the the future holds no fears. I think for Phil Davis, he presents very very well. He's good on the punditry. He's a good man. He's very articulate. He wears a man bun or a, or the long hair. Um, top knot, you know, and and he once he started once he saw us do our podcast and started getting into it as well. You can tell that he's really he's learned a bit, and I think he'll be fine. And hopefully, Daniel Lloyd, I presume he'll be fine as well. He's going to go on a, definitely a different path. But mm. Robo and thank you both. I, I had a quick I had a quick question about Phil. Do we see him going straight into media or coaching? Or he did mention in his in his speech that he's quite into business side of things. So. Thoughts? What, what's he going to slide into? My guess I'm, is he'll have, he'll have media with a bit of no, sorry, he'll do business with media on the side. Like you're, you'll mm-hmm. come for an evening, an evening special comments at the SCG or uh, the Beanstalk, or possibly yeah, uh, I'm the re- fourth member of the Squinters. Yeah, yeah well, well, <laughs> well, they'll kick him I mean, out. He'll need somewhere to go. That's pretty lofty expectations, but um. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think I've hey, Rex, always wanted... If you aim for the stars, you might catch the moon. <laughs> I've always uh, I've always wanted a Giants or ex-Giants player or some sort of associate in the media and because um, we just don't get talked about enough and the media presence really does help us in a lot of ways um, bring eyes onto the club and uh, feel... Yes, would be fantastic for that. It's always a big year for retirements. It's not like this week the retirements got only less when Cochin and um, uh, not Hardwick, Hardwick's yeah. come back. He's unretired, thankfully. He's with the Suns now, which no mm. one saw coming except everyone. Uh, Cochin and Rewild. the other rewind. Re- yeah, Rewild. The, the sort yeah. of slightly more relaxed, more successful Rewalt who kicked all the goals. So what's that? 1,700 goals, give or take? He's gone in a, gone in a couple of weeks. Um, they've gone as well, and Zebel, Z Zebel, Zebel's out. Yeah, he's gone. Probably played and got a punch in the face by some fuck. Weird. But um, yeah, like we're losing a few. Fair squad week, of retirees. Yeah, fair squad. Um, 
Next could, issue. Yeah, that would make a decent Masters team. They, they might even push the Wildcats. <laughs> I know we want to keep talking about the Wildcats, but uh, just to steer it back. Uh, second yeah, issue no, of the right. Reach... Just a quick question. Yeah. Um, Sparrow, how many grand finals did you win on the weekend? Um. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. I'll tell you. <laughs> I had Giants jerky because it was at Monica Oval. At the at the golden egg, oh, but he can be tackled oh, on my wow. The grass is soft; didn't even hurt a bit. And um, <laughs> what were you thinking to myself? God, my knee hardly hurts at all. But then I realised I've been taking very strong anti knee pain medication all week, <laughs> and, and now I've stopped taking it. My knee really hurts. But uh, if you get to the golden egg and have the giant's jerky that comes in a little tin, amazing. Nilo knows the bloke who makes it out of Bungendor. He makes it with Vegemite. Is he looking to um, is he looking to spread his spread his um, the message about his good product on a on a podcast yeah, at all? I should have, should have mentioned it. Um, Neil, you said you listened to this week, so if that guy <laughs> needs to, if, if there's a jerky who needs a sponsor, no, we're the jerks who need a sponsor from some jerky. Uh, <laughs> Riccardi. yeah, three more years, good signs. Uh, obviously, good good signs that the uh, they've. They're all buying in and plenty of faith in in where Kinsley and the uh, leaders are steering the club. So that was that was a really positive sign. I mean, we had we've had signing after signing after signing last few weeks. So yeah, super positive. Uh, and obviously locking hey, down that key forward. Sorry, Rag. Can I can I just say? Can I just say? You can claim it. Ragnar's Ragnar's strike rate is probably is. I think I'm batting at 100 percent at the moment. Everyone percent, I'm baking. A million everyone, everyone on bacon is re-signing. Where were you when Jezza was looking at real estate in Western <laughs> Sydney? He, he was he was sending us a four-page furious email that we didn't get time to read out, and that's what that's what we lost. He was trying um, to get rid of Tom. I just we just hope that Ricker you know, he has a good game or a bad game. Ricker doesn't have a game halfway through the middle, so hopefully he has one of his good games, all his good games in the finals. Because uh, when he when he gets some confidence up and the wind in his sails, he's electric. Mm. But otherwise. That's, less points than I mean, that's fairly promising. We've got an unbelievable small forward brigade, which Coco has dubbed, wait for it, the Storm Surge. Off the back of Storm Not bad. Daniels. Not that's bad. pretty good. Actually, that might have been Bardo's. I think that was Bardo's. The Storm Cell. The Storm Cell and the Storm Surge. Coco and uh, Bart, Bartman were sort of climbing yeah, back. that's good. Not bad. Um, but, yeah. Unbelievable small forwards and possibly the best forward in the game in Toby Green. Plus, then we've got Hogs. Possibly. Yeah, Hogs, Rickers, Cadman, and Mullet. Callum McCormack. Brown. Callum Brown, Mullet McCormack on our, on his way. So that's Muffin. pretty pro- Muffin. Oh, and Muffin. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about Mullet <laughs> McCormack from, Muffin. from, right. from the Academy. Nick Muffin. <laughs> Nick Muffin <laughs> and the Academy kid with the Mullet. So that's pretty – it's not bad. It's not even in our team yet, but no, – so Let's roll with it. As long as he's got that mullet, he's going to be spoken about. popcorns. Say that again. What? Small storms are often called popcorns. Popcorns? Yeah. Popcorn the, convection. Okay. That kind of works. It kind of works with the barbecue. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, anyway, we promising signs with Rickers and, yeah. and yeah, this was another one which I actually can't talk down the significance. Uh Tony Shepherd has led our club from a board level since the start, and he has been a man of the people. 
you go out to the beanstalk well, and you'll see him. Tony Shepard is a rare individual. There are many sides to Tony Shepard, some abrasive, um, but footballing wise, I'm mm. on board. He's he's awesome. I've I've run into him at the uh, at the the grand final parade, um, out of the beanstalk. He's just a man of the people, always you know friendly and um, obviously has made the key decision, has made big decisions and and got them right along with obviously Dave Matthews and and the guys at the um, management level of the club. Because if you don't have it right at that top level you got no chance and we've seen that with the Suns we've seen it with Carlton we've seen it with um you know the shit fight of other clubs North Melbourne we are so blessed to have the top of the tree absolutely rock solid and uh well maybe it's the bottom of the tree the trunk you know the the foundation um because if you don't have that right you, you're buggered so yeah big big uh big kudos to Tony for all the work he's done he loves the Giants and uh we Probably, yeah, I think he's uh deserves all the recognition he gets. Yeah. Try harder yeah, on the well next division of order, but otherwise, fair enough. On the well said, mate. Well said. And I tell you what, we've 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 made a very strong start to our first quarter here. Um and uh, <laughs> uh, uh we are we are flying. I th- I think we're on track for a uh, a big score. Speaking of which oh, silky segue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was about 54-22. That's what we won. But, oh, no, shit. Yeah, no, the Giants. Um, well, that was, I mean, I went to a kick. I went for a kick with the big H, uh, sort of a, hands were freezing at afternoon kick and because obviously get away from the television as far as possible because yes, and then you're serious. Uh, and I shiveringly pulled out the phone and prodded at the screen and, ah, oh, 45 to 6. 45 to 6. What that must be for end of the first quarter. <laughs> oh, let's kick it a little bit more, then I'll come back. And I came back and it was just after Jesse Hogan kicked his second goal. And um it was a very this is person this is this is Needle's perfect footballing platform yesterday. That was fine. Although I did it wasn't until halfway through the third quarter I thought these could they, they could lose it. What if I I might have to leave. They start, they get any more than two goals, I'm gone. But they didn't. That was uh yeah, nice little treat for you, Needles, just to round out the season almost, being able to watch that one. Well, what being able to watch some of it, not locked in the bathroom. Um yeah. Bubs Bubs had, had a few <laughs> Bubs, what are your thoughts? Orange Army sitting here after running the Bay Run in the heartland of Greater Western Sydney, here in uh Balmain, sitting with the glow of not only the Giants' domination, but watching or hearing about the dogs lose, there's not much better. Yesterday, went out to the Beanstalk, driving out there two minutes into the game. I was a little bit late to the game, so I was driving down there. Two minutes into the game, got a message from my old man down in camp, watching down in camera, said, geez, Jesse Hogan looks slow. Five minutes later, I think Hogs kicked a goal, and then that was one of one of nine Tim Tams. When I got in there to the ground, it was around second quarter. Bombers were actually leaving the stadium as I was walking in, which was pretty impressive. Pretty good crowd, actually. It was always surprises me when I see all the little little youngins in the Giants gear, and, and, and there was plenty of them yesterday, which was always great to see. 
got to the uh, the uh, captain's club, which is which is where I was sitting, where which is where I've sort of become accustomed to over the years from a, from a friend of mine who uh, who is a member, and I I tend to tag along, sat there and and just watched the goal after goal, Briggsy, ragdolling Draper, and then us just scoring goals around a bunch of witches hats. It was pretty disappointing from the Bombers, or very disappointing actually, but it was great to see the Giants in full flight and the uh, tsunami. Uh, very much in full flight. On to next week now. Cannot wait to get through the week and uh, watch Sunday night and watch us towel up the Blues. It's going to be great seeing Kerno and Mackay against our back line. Young, best defence in the in the league versus probably the best forwards in the league. So very much looking forward to that. I, I do think we'll win and I think we'll roll into finals. I don't hold out too much hope to for us in finals, but I think it's a great achievement for us as a team to... Um, to get into finals when, when no one really expected except except us. So uh, that's all from me. Let's chat next week. Gone. And, th- and that's Bubs straight from the members' room or the was it the Giants' room? Where was he? Oh, members' bar, members, members, yeah, something. Sunnated. Yeah, all those wankers I've got for it. That's, yeah, that's I played football against Bubs's brother on the weekend as well. He was in the grand ball. Lost, though. Kicked a great snap. Well done, Hank. Bad luck, mate. Good insights from Bubs there. Um, always good to have some squinters on the ground at the ground. Dr. Nangs unfortunately couldn't join us tonight, but uh, Bubs well, really appreciate Dr. those Nangs insights. With his very, very Essendon supporting wife, whose uh, mother Ooh. thinks that James Heard is basically practically the Messiah. Like they nailed him up at a cross, and James Heard did no wrong, but he's he went he died for Essendon sins. Um, and they've been a member since I don't know Essendon was started in 1893. Uh, very excellent supporting family left two minutes after into the third quarter. But, oh, God. <laughs> but he was all right because he's, you know, Dr. Nangs is partial to Brisbane. Uh, so he, he had a good weekend as well. He, he did say that they played. They were, it was humming. It was humming. Although there were some pretty shitty give ups. Like in the first quarter, I went and watched the replay. Like there were some, had you not been ahead kicked by six goals, there were some pretty ordinary entries. In the first sort of quarter and a half, oh. we were getting lots and lots of inside fifties, but some yeah, of them yeah, were yeah. Coddled, right? Yeah, yep, uh, yeah. I think too many pro- too many options. It were just sort of it, all the the movement was beautiful, and then yeah, like you said, come inside fifty in that first quarter, and it was possibly not the best option um, once it got there. But let's not let's not dwell on any negatives, mate. When you're scoring hundred and sixty-two points. I think that's club. 162 points, mate. Let's not, uh, let's, there's not too many negatives in that. I mean, let's, where do you want to start with this? I mean, we've had, we've had a good update from, um, obviously, Bubs, but I absolutely loved what Bredsey did to Draper. I think in the first, first time we met Essendon, um, they obviously had Draper and old source, source, um, oh, yeah. Andrew, Andrew Andrew Phillips, Phillips. Uh, used to play for us, towed us up in the ruck against uh, Onions. And that was when I initially said maybe we should think about the double combo, but we did not need it. Bredsy absolutely destroyed both of those boys. And he was he was grabbing it out of the ruck. He was booting it forward. He was exceptional. So uh, that was one of many highlights for me, young Bredsy. Uh, Rags, do you want to uh, bring up any of your special moments from the game? Well, it was just 
it was just so nice to watch a game and not be stressed at all. Oh, but no. I, <laughs> here, I, here. I hear I was watching testify. I, I was watching with a couple of mates and they were like, Oh, this is so boring. I'm like, This is nah, amazing. That, that this is amazing. The best like Stormy Daniels first quarter. I think he kicked two or three in the first quarter. Two, Toby man. Green. Toby Green kicked two goals, had three goal assists, and they they just put him on ice. From fifty-five um, out. But, how how's how was it we put him on ice like two minutes into the third quarter? Yeah, that's just that's yes. I love I love I love that. In the words of Danny to watch, what's the face? Who's the, who's the cat who plays Deadpool? Ryan, what's his face? Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, the words of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool tonight. I'm touching myself. <laughs> that's what I want. I mean, I mean. It, we won by 126 points, so we won by 21 goals. That's that's phenomenal. Did, I don't I don't remember a game we even kicked 21 goals under Leon Cameron, um, let alone win but won by 100 won by 21 goals. Uh, yeah, special mention to uh, Big Hogs, Big Jesse, up forward, nine goals, won, 24 mm. touches, 17 marks. Those marks four, are incredible. Four tackles, um, and uh, Tommy Green had a day out. Thirty-nine touches, just a thousand, unreal. thousand clearances. Um, but I think we had thirteen goal kickers, including so we had Jesse kick nine. We still had thirteen goal kickers on top of that. So yeah, although yeah, it was just be, let, let's be clear, not including Connor Iden who had a shot <laughs> miss. Like, that's the only mistake he's made all year. I would love to be Connor Ryan. Like, I think he's... he plays small, he beats the small, he beats the tall, he never makes a mistake. He's yeah. always calm and delivers it. He is so good. Yet to kick an AFL goal, Connor Iden. So they were trying to get yeah. it to him. But they uh, were. But they're also did... trying to give it to Jesse as well. Yeah, and young Muffin got his first <laughs> first goal, which was amazing. And did you <laughs> did you note? Did you spot the work that had gone into that mullet after talking up how good it was that it was just a, a very casual, not a lot of work done, but quite a lot of work done. And he's he's heard that on the pod and he's gone out and said, I'll show these fucking squinters. I'm going to shave the sides. I'm going to shave the bloody sides <laughs> of my mullet because I'm proud really of it. Make it really and make it pop. Make it pop. Oh. Which he did. Tom Green had more than, what, 23 or 24 possessions to half time. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's is like it's Greg Williams. I didn't see much of Greg Williams, but always like you know Diesel. He wasn't slow. He just kept going, and he was always in the right spot and would use his superior skill and ball always. Tom Green's a bit like that. He just trundles to the spot and gets there and dishes it off and uses it well. Like he's like to their be midfield, aware of the ball is all the time is unreal. Yeah, and their midfield's not a bunch of nobodies. They got no Parrish. Zach Merritt will make Parrish. all Australian. Um, the guy that left our team that's supposed to be amazing Caldwell. but never has been, Caldwell. Um, so, yeah, I mean, talk about hitting the straps at the right time. But then again, look what a week can do, you know. Like, uh, we were abysmal in the clearances on, with our pressure in Adelaide against Port and then come back next week. 
I really feel sorry for Essendon because any time that we put in a performance like we did in Adelaide, we bounce back so hard. Like with a vengeance, we have we have pride, and we will not we will not um, let moments let, let games like that define us. So it was yeah, they were they were on a hiding nothing Essendon. Did you so see from, that bit from, where where Toby came came on? He just came off the bench. And yeah, just stopped the ball going out, through his covered legs. between his legs, and lit yeah. off down the touch uh, down the sideline, yeah. and then that was like, ridiculous. Fair enough. How about the tsunami? So, the tsunami that led to Ash's goal. Did you did you see that? Yeah, that was that was fantastic. That was so slick. So from oh, from yeah. last, from, that was extraordinary. Yeah. From from last week's game against Port to this week's game, we had a hundred and seventy seven point turnaround. We we lost by we lost by fifty one against Port. And we won by. Is this Ragnar's maths? <laughs> that, that was Ragnar's math. Now I'm going to give you a little bake. Oh, you want a little bake? Get All it right. done. Get it in. Who is it? So. It's not to a person or a team even. It's to a probably it's to an establishment or an area even. So I went out to watch the game with some mates at uh in Hobart. We're like, okay, we're gonna go we're gonna go watch the game. The Giants play. I went out with a Swan supporter, so they wanted to watch the Swans after the after the Giants played. And uh we went out to perhaps Which the only we went out to perhaps the only sports bar in Hobart. There's one. There's oh. one sports bar in Hobart. Stop it. They want to be they want to be an AFL town and there is one sports bar in the whole of Hobart. And I come from I come from South Australia and I think 80% of the pubs in South Australia are sports bars by themselves. <laughs> There's like 1500 televisions plastered across the walls and like Every mm. single sport you can imagine, and I come down here, and it's all wine bars and <laughs> this sort of bullshit. Minor. Halfway through the halfway through the Giants game, they turn every single TV onto the Matildas game, who are playing for third, That's and I, I was fuming. I had to sit at the table watching Ko. It sounds like <laughs> watching Ko. That's not watching the Giants kick goal after goal on my phone, and I was fuming. Anyway, that's my little bit of a rant. Um, Hobart, get your shit together. Um, if you want to be considered an AFL town, start pulling your finger out because that's just not acceptable. That's not on. Look, I used to work, I used to work there. It's a mendicant state, it's a mendicant state. No one's got any time in Tasmania, and you know, the feeling's probably mutual. That said, have you been to the Boodle Beasley? No. Get it, get it done. It's an awesome, awesome pub. Their range sports of beers bar? there is off the chain. It's not a sports Do bar. They, uh, well, I'm not going. But <laughs> well, you just said there aren't any sports bars in Hobart. So let's just try and, you know, this is a great pub, but it's not a sports bar. I'll only go there if they sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> well, do they, I'll leave they, that with you. Do they serve the Squinters uh, Dark Ale? Well, that's a no, question. I had 
I had an amazing lactic sour, like a milk sour beer. It was a pint of the thing out the back and under this massive tree in their pub, um, in their beer garden. It was really, and their wings are fire. Well, that's disappointing of Hobart. Disappointing of Hobart, but um, a bit like the Four Pines establishment in Newport. Very hard to get the AFL on the big screen, but when you've got to resort to KO, uh, it's not much not much chop on your phone. So lift your game. Yeah, not a massive surprise in Manly, is it? Mm, yeah, Manly or Newport or Brookvale. You know, deep in the heart of the GWS. Yeah. Look, let's there's one of the problems, like we've said before, about awesome wins is all you just do is you just smile at each other and pat each other on the back and go, Wasn't that great? Aren't we amazing? Yeah, blah blah. Like, keep, we keep doing it. Terrible. They were ninth, we were tenth, and to have that hey, happen to them. Shout out to the banner committee. I think we got a little little uh inside their head oh, before yeah. before we actually started playing. Bit of mind games. A bit of a dig. Has anyone got the uh the spiel from what the banner said? Insert. It was a nice it was a rhyming couplet. <laughs> something about something about something the about having finals. Yeah. The bombers haven't played finals since we've been in existence. Haven't won a um, final. Haven't won a final yeah. since we've been in existence. A so nice and a beautiful little drive by. I, I enjoy a, a cheap little drive by. Mm. So br- brutal AF brutal brutal AFL banner is all time savagery. <laughs> that's on news.com. I mean if you're head of the banner committee, that's it's what it's been you're a long time. For. The bombers have waited. Last time they won a final, we weren't even created. That's I mean beautiful. Just <laughs> kick them in the face. I mean everyone was everyone was gelling on uh, Saturday afternoon from the banner committee to the players to the coaches. Apparently, there's even a Twitter account, a Twitter account, which, well, X account, which tallies the days, 6,892 <laughs> since the Bombers have won one. Imagine putting all the banners, because they're all rhyming, into into one song. That's a thought. You, think, you would think it could be done. Hmm. Next project. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's a long off season. It's a long off season. <laughs> Uh, all right, upcoming third, game. Third quarter. That was that was delightful. Yeah. Well, and also, yeah, then what happened on Sunday afternoon uh, after the Wildcats won their grand final, the Weagles, <laughs> Weagles did as a massive solid and put the Bulldogs to the sword. We hate the Bulldogs and they suck because they just lost it. So did we, but they lost at home in a game they had to win. Um, extraordinary. But now... Now it is in our hands. We, if we can beat, we have to beat Carlton in Melbourne for the opportunity of beating Carlton in Melbourne the next week. (laughs) I think that's what it is. If we beat Carlton in Melbourne, we win the opportunity to play Carlton in Melbourne. I think you were speaking about it a few weeks ago that you can do the ladder prediction, whatever. But basically, you just, I like, I like the maths for us. I like the equation. We just need to win and we keep going. Um, you would have had us top, wouldn't you, Sparrow? You would have had us top <laughs> in the ladder predictor. Well, funnily, <laughs> funnily enough, when I looked at the games, <laughs> when I looked at the games, I did not predict that result yesterday. I I thought out of all the blood, out of you know how you can pick your margin. 
I usually don't mm. bother with that, but that was the one where I gave the Bulldogs a healthy margin. And yeah, that was the as only you would. one. <laughs> that was the only one that didn't come through. So um, is that right? I picked three you. from nine, and ESPN said fair tipping. Like ESPN's <laughs> generally very positive. No, I got a fair. <laughs> did you yeah. even try? Did you? Yeah, she didn't even phone it. In, but yeah, uh, no. What, what did you say? I, I if, thought your bake... doggies lose to Geelong Saturday night, we're in the finals regardless of the game. Yeah, that's right. Actually, can I just can I just revert to your bake rags? I thought it was going to be to that goal umpire in Adelaide. That was oh, absolutely coming. atrocious. And we'll uh, save that for the fourth quarter. Yeah, we'll come back to that. We'll circle back. But um, yeah, so basically, if if um, if Geelong, what's the result we need? If 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 the dogs lose to Geelong, we're in the finals regardless. No, yeah. That's right, yeah. So um, it that sort of raises an interesting scenario. I mean, you obviously well, no, have I think to... Essendon have to win by a million and they might, they yeah. might catch us on percentage. Hypothetically, no. but let's no. just rule that out. But they play Collingwood. Yeah. So they're going to put the teams in on, I think it's Friday night, don't they, for a Sunday game? So it's not as though you can – so it's like the scenario could be that Carlton, they're already in, right? Um, yeah. And and if we were already in, would you just play? You know, you're not. If you got a few injuries, you, are you resting a few blokes? But I don't think we'd have that luxury because we're going to have to submit our teams. Well I think that. I think that's all. That's all well and good, but now that there's a pre-finals buy, it doesn't yeah, matter true. as much because they don't want they don't want six or seven players missing essentially three weeks of footy. Yeah, or th- not playing for three weeks and then. Coming in straight into an elimination final. Yeah, what'll be interesting is um, if 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 Carlton can make the four, because I think if a couple of results go their way, they can make fourth or can make. Yeah, the... I think they have to win by a million as well to, get to oh, catch up they? to Melbourne. I didn't think it was that bad or that significant, but anyway, because if obviously if they if there's a chance of them getting into the four, they will be primed more so than they already are because they're obviously on a really good hot streak at the moment. Oh, no, Carlton are on 60. Uh, so Melbourne are on 60, Carlton are on 54. So they can't they can't yeah. get four. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they needed Melbourne to lose, yeah. So essentially what, what you guys were just talking about was the um, Bulldogs versus Geelong game. So it's actually in Geelong and the Bulldogs haven't won there for 20 years. But... Geelong are sending half oh. half their team in for early surgery. And so this is going to be the dog's best chance, and they're going to obviously be desperate. I think Liberatore is still out, isn't he? He got concussed early in the uh, game last week. Yeah, I thought it was only I thought it was only missing this line. Uh the last last week. But, um, oh, okay. He should be back. Yeah, so so essentially, it's it's in our hands. We have to beat Carlton. Uh, we're playing at Marvel Stadium. They're a pretty strong team there. They've won what nine in a row or something. Yep, yep. Um, Sunday just, night last. They only just scraped it against Gold Coast. Yeah, mm. but I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. You go, Rags. Gold Coast pretty plucky. Um, mm. Last game of the round, so I think the AFL were really hoping that this was going to be a game that everyone needed to watch to really shape the eight, but. Essentially, it could be all over um, by the time it gets around to us. Uh, so, yeah, essentially, we just need to win. We just need to keep winning. 
Yeah, we need to win. And and they'll want to keep winning too, taking their momentum into the finals. They're getting back, I think, Walsh, I think, Chera, um, Doherty, I don't know if he played last week, uh, Silvani. Um, and obviously, uh, Kerno is just, he was huge on the weekend. He basically won the game for them, turned, the, turned that um, disastrous first quarter around. And um, and Wiedering is playing really well at the moment. He'll be up against probably Hogs, so Hogs won't be kicking nine this week. Um, we'll need other fields no. to step up. No, Crips ten, ten could be ten. <laughs> Crips uh, apparently was quiet last week, um, but he's obviously an absolute bull in the shape of the sanitizer. So that'll be an awesome battle in the middle. Um, and they've got a heaps of depth in their midfield if they get the likes of. Um, Chera and Walsh back. They've got they've got a good good midfield, um, and yeah, strong down back, strong up forward. Uh, what's his name? Mackay. He's back as well. I think he played yeah. last week. Although, yeah. like, and that's the interesting bit. So the the comments have been going. Mackay hasn't been playing for much of Carlton's run, right? It's no, been yeah. you lead the line with Kerno, and you just because that guy is a supreme footballer, athlete, demigod. Uh, Mrs. Needles does not mind Charlie Kerno. Bit of a pinhead, but curly locks and nice arms. Uh, mm. However, like so, but you know, Sam Taylor on Charlie Kerno, I've got no problems with that. I think Sam Taylor, at least even Stevens, that he's he's a superstar, as yep. is Kerno. Good. But if Mackay plays, Jack Buckley is a great fullback, but he's not six foot seven. And Connor Iden is also not six foot seven. And I don't when I keep watching Lockie Keith and I don't put Lockie Keith on him. <laughs> I think Buckley would take him, but I, so Needles, uh, sorry, Sparrow, Sparrow was just talking about all their ins. So they got possibly Walsh, Chera, Doherty, Silvani. Okay. But then you take out their role players. So if you've watched Carlton over the last two months where they've gotten this um, real streak, they've relied on all these role players to really apply all the pressure. Now, you're not going to get that same buy-in from a Walsh, Chera, Doherty because they all want the ball. They're not they're not wanting to tackle. They're not wanting to put pressure on. And so I think I think it's almost a negative for them if they bring in all these players uh back in and their role players, like our da- like our Daniel Lloyds of the world, um, start missing out because they lose a bit of structure. And I think Carlton, Carlton don't look as good with Mackay in the team. Like they're slower in the they're slower in the forward lines, and that's where we we're starting to win a lot of the ball is from our back lines. We win the ball Whitford. in the back lines, and we, then we run it out. And Whit- Whitford, oh, so Whitford, uh, Whitfield, Whitfield, just cruising Ash, off. Ash, yeah. oh, and Ash, yeah, Whitfield and Ash coming off the back, and uh, Connor as well. It's Henry unreal. Berg. Yeah, no, it's, so, it's just really nice matchups. Yeah. Uh, you got a good point there, Rags. Like, um, do you mess with the winning formula, which is yeah, like you said, the the not so not so huge names doing their doing their job and all buying into what um what uh Vossi's Vossi's Yeah. I, I, some, there are some awesome matchups in this game. Like you've got like you said, Sammy Taylor on Charlie Kerno. And then you've got Tom Green and Patrick Cripps. They're almost exactly the same player, except yep. Tom Green can set Tom Green can kick. Um and, and, and uh, Patrick Cripps has got a brown load. Other than that. <laughs> but uh Mate, he 
sanitizers the only, isn't far away. And who uh, was it? Nick Newman who played on Toby Green last time and kept him really quiet. Could have been. And, uh, and they were talking about that. Um, the Giants were. Toby's been a bit sore the last uh, few weeks, so they've they um, put him as a sub, subbed him out of the game last game just to give him that, that extra half a game rest. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a really good game to watch. I'll probably I'll probably head to that same sports bar again and have to sit and watch it on my KO. But and just um, yell and, and yell <laughs> yell into the into the store <laughs> impudently. Yeah, we should do a sun- Marvel. We should do a Sunday How do we recording. Yell Marvel? I've seen us lose to Carlton at Marvel when Carlton would try. I think better than better than the MCG. Um, question: Is X due to return this week? Ooh. X or Callahan? Well, Callahan certainly um, must be close, but X's hand I thought would be getting close as well. Um, yeah, uh, which would be exciting. Good ins, good ins. But I mean, who who are you dropping? Well, After a 126-point win. Fahey was good. Fahey. Fahey was good but uh, lacked a little bit of polish. But I really liked what he's bringing to the side. And I think just a, would have been he's uh, done a lot for his confidence that last last game. But obviously, I think he'd be a straight out for the likes of X or Finn. Uh, you, can't drop, you can't drop the muffin, man, can you? I think you are. Despite you the probably working. can. Despite the way he played into that hair, I think he can. But did you don't you his, dare! Did you say? Don't you tackle? dare say we're going to drop <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. Don't you dare say we're going to drop Daniel Lloyd. So Lloyd's on. Lloyd's on ninety-seven games. So this, if he plays this week, it's ninety-eight games. We need to play two finals to get him to a ton. So not too, not too much yeah. to ask for Lloydy. No, that can be the theme of the uh, video for Lloydy. The for Lloydy. Um, Um, so predictions, gents. Well, <laughs> needles doesn't give predictions, so I guess I'll go. Um, I, One, I'm gonna say, fuck you, two, and the horse you're riding on. <laughs> I'm gonna say, Giants win by eight points. Um, and oh, what else can I say? I'm thinking. Sammy Taylor keeps keeps uh, Kerno to two goals or less. That's not bad. I'm going to politely ask Ragnar to take that Viking battle axe he's got <laughs> beside him on the couch and shove it up his Viking button sideways, <laughs> and then just make a prediction. Are you going to give us a prediction? Carl on form at Marvel. I think that's probably fair enough. I think they've got enough going for him uh, to they would go in as favourites. And I don't think that's unreasonable. I reckon we we should be able to give ourselves a chance, but on current form, they are that well, what is it? They're the form team in the column. And they're playing at home. And they've got some good ins. I think that's a decent that's a decent case for them to to win. Partner a dollar forty seven, Giants two dollars sixty nine. Any bucks yeah, right. in that, Needles? Well, yeah, it's an emotional hedge because if I tip right, then I'll tip right and Ragnar can suck it. And if I'm wrong, then I'm okay. happy. So it's Ragnar, so it's all good. So we've got a standard emotional hedge. I will take the tact of if we do have to win, like if we get to the to the game and Bulldogs have won and, and they're equal on us but ahead on percentage, we will win 
because we have more to play for. Carlton are already in the finals, and we when the backs against the backs against the wall, we are dangerous. So I do think we will win if we need to. If we don't need to, six on a Sunday evening. Hmm, if we don't need to win, i.e., we're we're already guaranteed a spot, then I think it's more likely that we won't win. If that makes sense. All right, here, here's one for you as well. So if we win and Sydney lose to Melbourne, we actually go above Sydney, so we finish seventh and get to play St Kilda. No, and we and we yeah. play St Kilda. What happens if St also... Kilda get beat, bashed up by um? <laughs> so we go. Here's the permutations. What if St Kilda lose to Brisbane and Sydney win and we win? <laughs> Uh, we're three. We're three percent behind St Kilda. Um, Sydney, Sydney have had a draw, so they're half a game in between us. So we're forty-eight. Sydney are fifty. St Kilda are fifty-two. So we're going to make up three percent. Um, so either St Kilda need to get belted by Brisbane, and we have a dec- decent enough win against Carlton. You know um, what the so ideal, we- ideal scenario is. The ideal scenario is somehow. It's us for the Swans in the first final because we know who wins those battles. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so whatever the results are, please, 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 footy gods, let us play the Swans at the SCG because we'll build I don't think, I reckon I can beat Carlton and then go back and do them again. Yeah, well, that's probably what's going to happen. You know, it's a known entity. Get mm. the W and then go, right, oh, this is what it takes, boys. Let's just do it another plus 10% and take them to the cleaners. Yeah, at Marvel, then the G. Yeah. I, and then we'll I have vote. to go to whoever. Well, then you have to get into the predictors. We'll have to. I mean, we're going to be doing a lot of travelling. There's not going to be any finals at the Beanstalk. It's just, just no. It's perfect. But we're a good away team. Get the road. Train. I vote. I vote. We uh, we play our elimination final against Sydney Swans, mm-hmm. but Sydney need to play Franklin, and we need to play Davis. <laughs> That's the only yes. caveat. That would be so good. <laughs> That's the dream scenario. <laughs> They're both banged up. Good. Haven't run for three weeks. Wheel them out in the wheelchairs. Yeah. Yeah, neither of them have a hamstring between them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's third quarter, oh, boys. Let's roll into the good. fourth. That's interesting. It's a heavy. It's a heavy walk into Monday. I just have to say that game turns off at nine thirty. Whatever, if it's close or if it's this or if we lose, like it's not too long till you got to go to work the next day. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, the AZT Masters refrain when everyone's launching into each other is, we've all got to fucking work on Monday, boys. Like, it's like, gentle. No one does. But, um, uh, like, that's a tough, that's a that's a heavy Sunday. Heavy Sunday. I almost brought up, should we do a recording afterwards? But that's a big night, isn't it? That's a big night. Oh, look, you know. Twitter spaces. Huevos. Twitter spaces. Apparently, yeah. Hey, guys. That's a thing. That's a I- thing. Don't know what it is, but that's a thing. No, I think it's part of Ragnar's desperate need to sort of talk to the fans. I don't want to hear the fans. I want them to hear me. Like, I've got no interest in what the fans say. Yeah, you don't like this the is, sound of your own for our opinions, distilled as we like it. And the yeah, feedback. Well, it, took Ragnar, me, it, took, it took so much It took so much pleading for me to get on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> Needles wasn't having a bar of me. 
I was the only one who read out your emails. You've you've paid your dues well and truly, Rags, yeah. with your uh, contributions, your musical talents. Yeah, no, I love Twitter um, Insta spaces. I can't wait for that engagement piece that we do. <laughs> anyway, fourth quarter plan at all costs. Um, what do you got? So, yeah, West Coast beat the dogs in Melbourne, as, as we all know, which means they've jumped off the bottom of the ladder. Mm-hmm. And so it's looking likely that um, Reed bye is bye. heading, Reed is going to head to North Melbourne. Bye-bye, Reed. And so what, does this, what does this mean in the deepest, darkest lanes of Reddit? <laughs> well, if Ben Mackay leaves footy. North Melbourne, if Ben Mackay <laughs> leaves North Melbourne um, for the top compensation, they will also get pick number two. So North might end up with pick one, and pick two. Mm, which they'll um, fuck up, no doubt. Well, I don't know what North are going to do because they've they've got Larky in the forward lines. He's their only forward. He's, and they've very, got a, he's a 60 goals a year man for a shithouse team. Like He must be a weapon. Yeah. yeah, but they've only got one. One player. And then down back, they are horrible. Aiden Core is there, apart from Ben Mackay, if he leaves. Hardcore. Aiden Core is the mm, main backman who we let go for. I think he was on like he's on like six hundred thousand dollars a year. He probably should be on sixty. And um the prison warden from Civil Water. And uh so they're gonna draft another another midfielder, and they that's all they've been doing the last three or four years. Anyway, so that's that's just one thing I, I think um, might happen is Reed goes to North and he gets to stay in Melbourne, um, and then the the next issue is the goal umpire costing the Crows a uh, a goal and their season. I'm surprised uh, all the Grandma Crow supporters weren't throwing their sh- glasses of Chardonnay over the fence at the at the poor young man. Mate, ballsy um, call, ballsy call. I see this in a, the, it, in a home, home ground. To, yeah, home ground. I act like I absolutely respected he's like i saw it i saw it i thought it was like i thought it was a point i called it a point because that's what i saw that's the decision i made i i absolutely rate that the 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 wish was that he was right because that would have been you know the justification but he just went nah this is what it was it's a point i'm not even i don't even need to call it um the the problem that was admirable admirable but it was clearly wrong and yeah yeah, i mean but does that mean though but mm-hmm. any time a ball goes near a post, you can slap the like. If you're a footy player, you could just slap it. You can't but intentionally it, disrupt the posts. No, no, no. But if you are say jumping up and jumping up, mm. you hit the post. Yeah, because that's just balance. To... Because how do you know if you're putting the ball out of out of bounds on the fall, except or out of bounds on purpose, except you are. If you can mm. guide it. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, I mean. That's it's, a tough one. Doesn't have a lot a of hard, lines, so I can't really comment. It's a hard one for the uh, for the crows. Like, could you imagine that happening happening to us? Mm. Um, that that is just heartbreaking. And the worst thing was, like, there was still eighty seconds to go. Yeah. And the yeah. guy who kicked the goal, Ben Keys, and two other players were yeah. over by the fence celebrating, and then the the swans. Got to clear the ball because they had they had more players on the field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and got the ball back up the other end. It was, it was just a complete disaster for them. 
Oh wow, it's unbelievable. Um, and the other the other thing I've brought up here is uh, with Phil Davis retiring, who's mm. going to be who's going to get the number one jumper? That's a really good question. Ooh. I have to be Bredzy. <laughs> <laughs> Said with such uh, there's there's no other there's no other option. I'm channeling I'm channeling that goal umpire. I'm right, I'm wrong, but I'm right. Bredzy, I'm well, looking at would have been uh, Reedy. At, yeah, I'm, could have been Reedy. Had players. Would have been Reedy. Yeah, yeah could have right. been. I'm looking at players who have high numbers. So players that that might want to change. Callum Brown's um, 46. Callum Brown is 46. Whether we go down, what about Jack Buckley? 44. Um, is that another 45? Key, another key defender. Yeah, Wade Dirks and your boy. Forty-five is my favourite number. I played forty-five. <laughs> well, there you go. Just, just, you can't right. fight fate. That's what that shows. It was written. Do you reckon? Um, do you reckon Phil Davis will get to choose who has the number one jumper, or do you think it will go to? It obviously, won't be Toby Grant. He'll keep his number four. What's um? um what did, have you already read out Octopus? What's his number? Sammy Taylor. He's uh. 15. Yeah, fifteen. He's he's already got a fairly good number. Mm. What um, defines a good number, by the way? Well, usually anything under thirty-six. One that's lucky sorta... and that you like. Twenty-three is always mm. going to be good because of Warney and Michael Jordan yes. and, and Michael Jesse Jordan. Hogan. Yeah, although Jesse... mind you, there's, yeah, there good. there is now the slim possibility that all these kids born not in the nineties might not be have the callback to the Jordans. Jordan might have less of the bit. Jordan and Warney and. Uh... Uh, but Buddy, Buddy was twenty three, wasn't he? Yeah, because yeah. of Jordan and Wardy, because he was born in the nineties and is now retired. Pretty sure um, there's another. Yeah, so I don't know who's who will uh, get the nod for the number one jumper. Um, some clubs give them, give it to their uh, to their captain, but that won't happen to us. So whether it's a draftee, but that's a pretty high number to go to a draftee um, first year in. Not when it's he's going to be an all Australian Ruckman, or you know, Brancy. Here is Dammit. Mm, no, he's, he's thirty. He's thirty two. That's that's thirty two is pretty good number. Brancy doesn't need the. So I'll just I'll just refer one. to just Sparrow's earlier question. What defines a good number? Any number <laughs> below thirty three. Brancy's got just a number. Brancy's got too much real estate on his back mm. to have just the number one. He totally needs to great. have like imagine it though. It'll be looked dwarfed be like by those eight. massive blades. Needs to be like eighty-eight or something like that. Mm. Oh, so one can only go to your skinny dudes. It's gonna be Whitfield. <laughs> the, well, mate, mate, I, t- I told you earlier. The wizard, the wizard comes in. He gets number one. Oh, here we go, Nick Watson. <laughs> That's how we keep him. You can't, you can't leave if you're given the number one jersey. Definitely not. Or maybe it's, mm. um, maybe it's Macca McCormack, Mullet McCormack. <laughs> <laughs> on a on a rookie contract, on a rookie maybe contract from the academy. Maybe it will be Lekalia. Well, he's got a number that he likes. I've listened to his interview with um with our Emma. Is it Emma? Emily? Emily? M- I mean, Emma Quayle. Maybe that's Emma who Quayle. knows. We could. If only we could ask him ourselves. I'll see you in twenty four hours. Who's this Lekalia fella? He is. He's quite good at football, but he's got a sore toe. Yeah, looking, no, he's looking, um looking forward to the chat. 
Yeah, it's uh, very exciting. Uh, going to get the big fella on for a chat, uh, all 195 centimetres of him. And, um, yes, stay tuned, uh, Squinters, because we've got a very special guest coming on tomorrow night. Um, who knows when the pod will drop? Probably maybe Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You will take. I have, yeah. some, I have some excellent and incisive questions ready to go for Mr. Alir, like, what is the footy scene like in South Sudan? And that sort of stuff. I think that's what I'm going to lead with and just see where the conversation takes us. Yeah, nice. Nice. Maybe maybe if any of our uh, any of our listeners have any questions um, they'd like to ask Lekalir, they could late. flick it into where? I into where, say, Sparrow? That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, so late. this is actually the bit we've been talking about. We uh, Ragnar has got in touch with the Giants HQ and we've managed to jag a conversation with Lekalir, who has been is going to be awesome. Played really awesome last year and he's been injured for most of this year, but he'll be cherry ripe next year. Uh, but we are talking to him tomorrow, Tuesday. So you have one day as long as one of us gets our shit together and drops this pod tomorrow morning for you to listen to it and get to the end of this hour of marathon of mutual backslapping to come to this point and go, oh, they're talking to Lekalia. When are they talking to Lekalia? Oh, four hours time. Right. Get onto Twitter or your Sockens or your X or Insta or whatever. And um, get your questions in, and we'll read out the best questions, which could be all of them. Which will be none, <laughs> because the pod won't drop by the time we record the interview. I've, I've got some good questions for the big fella. I mean, the more we talk, the less likely it is to drop. So maybe maybe we can call it and go, well done, fellas, good one. That was another excellent session. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say never surrender. Never surrender. Never surrender. Never surrender. Sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're together brighter. That was a real standoff, mate. That was a great pause. Well done, <laughs> fellas. Excellent. Everyone loves dead air. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, 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 I, you're always you, second, Sparrow. <laughs> just, sorry, staring, mate. just staring down. Sorry, mate. Uh, Needles, have you got this one? Yeah, I'll do it. Awesome. <laughs>